Hello, everybody, and welcome to Voices Through Avalon. My name is Sharon Fincher. My name is Katie Smith. And we're sitting here with LaShonda, one of our uh, staff members and co-workers, and we are going to have an interesting conversation about a couple of things today. So welcome, everybody. Hi, LaShonda. Do you want to tell us a little bit about your position here at Avalon? Sure. Um, my name is LaShonda Miller. Um, I'm a limited licensed counselor in the state of Michigan here at Avalon. I just received the new title of Yay. sexual assault <laughs> coordinator, sexual assault uh, advocacy and counseling coordinator. Nice. Um, so I'll be kind of overseeing the counseling program here and our counselors. Awesome sauce. That's awesome. That's good stuff. Um, so congratulations on that. Thank you. Um, congratulations. What, what's different from what you were doing before um, to what you're doing now? Um, a little bit more uh, administrative task. Um, I'll be supervising, so that's something new for me. Um, yeah, so more of a leadership position in the in the organization. Okay, and and you did mention that you are part of of counseling now. So just you know, we had Amy on before, but but since we've had these conversations, um, we've had some some changes um, with with staff. Um, in regards to their roles here. So since you have a more intricate role in the counseling department, and that's kind of made our counseling department develop a little bit more, why don't you tell me a little bit about our counseling department here so people can know? Uh, sure. So um, most most of us, are um, our titles are advocate, um, which kind of covers uh, case management and counseling services. Uh, the difference between what we're trying to create in our counseling program now is to have master's level uh, professionals providing the counseling services so that it could be more long-term um, and we can incorporate different healing methods and uh, different kind of counseling metho- mythologies. So mm-hmm. um, we're trying to expand how we provide services as far as therapy and counseling. And awesome. Do you want to like speak on some of the goals, like personal goals you have in your position of what you would like to see Avalon doing as far as counseling? Sure. Um, I think I just like to see counselors being able to offer more long-term counseling, so not limiting the number of sessions to however many, eight to ten, um, being offered to or being able to offer that therapy long-term um, and then different methods like EMDR, which is more of a um, it's more of a tactile type therapy or brain spotting. So you know, talking is not always the best healing method for everybody. But being able to incorporate those other methods, I think that will help us reach a larger audience and help us heal more people. Um, I think separating case management versus um, <laughs> counseling would be a great goal for us. Mm. I think the case management piece is increasing. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people who have need, and they're coming to us for those needs. Um, but it's a lot to handle a case full of people who have case management needs, housing, financial mm-hmm. needs, and those things. And then on top of that, provide one-on-one therapy with them. Mm-hmm. So um, I think our program is growing and expanding, and those are the changes I would hope to see in the future. Awesome. Um, one of the things that I do like about Avalon is is the different communities that we serve. So, of course, we talk about the LGBTQ community all the time. But even a project that we did together, um, people with disabilities. I think LaShonda is our disability guru here. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the way that I feel. She's um, She knows ASL and, and, and uh, really advocates for people with disabilities. Um, and in addition to that, we've also um, really started working a lot with men. So we're really trying to identify different communities that are otherwise not really mentioned 
Um, so because I think you're the disability <laughs> guru, um, can you tell us a little bit about um, services that we have with disabilities and how um, the therapists or, you know, now we don't have to always say counselors because we're aiming toward the therapy, mm-hmm. you know, maybe um, potentially calling everybody therapists, um, the ways in which we engage the communities that are um, usually not talked about as much. Yeah, um, one thing I'm really huge on is accessibility, especially people who are differently abled. Um, Just because a lot of times their stories get ignored, but they're a very vulnerable population. Um, I've been around, I guess, the block, you could say, with people with disabilities. I've done, I've worked in autism, I've worked in uh, deaf services, um, and done some other things, and that's mainly been my background so I have a strong background in that um but I just have been with people through so many different things and seeing how services have not been accessible um you know having an interpreter and an exam is really important being able to provide a space where somebody can get to the space like Mm -hmm. physically get to the space is super important um things like you know, I have, I work with somebody who's visually impaired here and just coming around, walking around the office can sometimes be difficult because, um, there's objects in the way. And so you mm-hmm. have to be more conscious as an individual to say, you know, help them out through the, so, um, I think as we continue to grow, we're going to see more people and be an excellent provider for people with disabilities. Awesome. I think that's so amazing too because I, I think oftentimes the general public when they think about counseling and advocacy for survivors of sexual assault, they're just thinking about that. They're not thinking about all the other barriers or um, challenges that come with that and I feel like creating a safe space for each specific person and their needs and where they're at in their life is so important and that is sign of true advocacy because you you know you're thinking about like you said like Mm -hmm. objects in the way or how they're getting around the office you're not just thinking about okay I'm going to sit down with them and and talk to them about their assault you you want them to feel safe and supported in all aspects of their life Mm -hmm. yeah so I feel very comfortable and confident in your new role and I'm excited for you congratulations and I'm excited to see um you know, even understanding how advocacy and, and counseling services need to kind of separate just so that we can give everybody, you know, everything that they need and, and also allow staff to um, be good at what they're good at and, and not burn out trying to do everything and spread everything up. And, and that just helps not only the staff, which a lot of organizations, I don't think, think about how that affects the staff, just just the clients. But we have to be healthy here um, in order to service the clients. So I think everything is in good hands. You know, I've I've always talked to you about that. I think you're dope, so I'm excited <laughs> to see. I'm excited to see what what that's what what's gonna come of that. Um, it is Black History Month. Yeah. It is Black History Month, and and you know, it's a lot of things going on. Um, so what is what does that look like for you, um, being an advocate and a black woman and, and doing this work? Um. Well, it's really important because um, I think here I can confidently say about 80 to 85 percent of my caseload is african-american women um so it's a large part of the population that we serve here um so it's extremely important to lift up those voices and um as an advocate that's what black history month is for about for me is lifting up the voices and making communities who are traditionally like 
you know, not valued, more feel more valued. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of say, like, you're I'm black 365 days a year. Right, <laughs> we get right. one month but <laughs> to celebrate, but right. you, it doesn't change for me. It's constantly, um, you know, a thing and, and a pattern, a theme in my life, I guess. I feel so. um, is there any ways, like, during Black History Month that you celebrate? Mm, I think... Starting, so I'm going to be a parent next month. Um, <laughs> thanks. Um, I think starting to think about that and how I would I want to incorporate Black History Month into my child's life has been really impactful this this year. So I've got a lot of baby books on Black History. Oh, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to do a lot of activities and um, things like that. So I'm really excited for for the future to kind of pass that on yeah. to the next generation. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 thankful for it. For me, it's like a time of reflection mm-hmm. and just being able to have these conversations publicly and and being able to honor like people that have done things in the past mm-hmm. and to be able to continue on with that like is huge. And, and I, you know, I always tell people like really just sit down and think about the positions that we're in now as opposed to before and the things that we're able to do and like days that you just get tired. If you can just think about that stuff, mm-hmm. it kind of helps you just push forward. So. Um, I'm excited. You know, I'm glad that you're doing all of that with the baby. Um, they do have some really great baby books. Cause I sent my granddaughter, mm-hmm. <laughs> I sent my granddaughter books. She's biracial and it, you know, the hair and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so she gets a kick out of it with the Barbie dolls and all of that. So mm-hmm. I just think cultural influence is important mm-hmm. and I'm glad that we're able to have these conversations. Okay, well, now we've come to the lightning round. It's my favorite <laughs> round. It's Katie's favorite part. Because it usually involves food. <laughs> um, so my first question is, pick your three favorite Detroit restaurants. Oh, gosh. I always ask this question. Um, I really like, right now, I really like Bobcat Bonnie's, mm. um, the 24-karat gold wings. Oh, <laughs> my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, there's a taco stand in Southwest, and I can't remember what it's called. They have the best tacos. Is they're it the, in, the dipping, the sauce? No, dip- they're in the um, parking lot of a car wash over there <laughs> off of Werner. They have so oh many of gosh. those trucks up I and know. down Werner, yeah. But this, these tacos they're are, on, yeah, not matched. And then... Uh, <laughs> I've been just trying different brunch places, not necessarily in the city, but um, we've talked about the Glass Onion in yes. Allen Park. Mm-hmm. Oh, brunch has been amazing. That's like our self-care thing that we've been doing after mm-hmm. doctor's appointments and nice. before birthing classes and stuff. So That's important. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know Sharon would really love Glass Onion because the biscuits and gravy are like off the chain. You know what? I'm really not a biscuits and gravy person. What? No, I, I don't like bread. Mm. Oh my gosh! I'm just learning this about. Sean. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't like. Bread. I can't. No, stop. Main Street and Hamtramck. That's the spot. You don't like okay. bread. Swanky, I, don't, I make Sorry. it sometimes. I don't like bread. Like I don't like rolls and I don't How like do bread. How do you not like bread? It's just too much. But sometimes I make like jalapeno cornbread or something. Like if I mm. make a bean, you know, beans or something, you gotta have cornbread with it because you know. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, just not. Okay. But I'll try it. I'll try the place. All right, back to you, Lashana. <laughs> Katie is disappointed in me. Um, um, is there any quotes that inspire you, or, or anything that you that has stuck with you through the years, uh, quote wise? There's a quote that I carry around in my phone. It said, "If you um, if you woke up tomorrow with everything you thank God for today, what would you have?" 
Mm. And that always makes me think, yeah. Say that again. If you woke up tomorrow with everything you thank God for today, what would you have? Oh. Mm. See, that's that therapy stuff. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to leave us all wondering. Yeah. Um, Any books that you have been reading recently that you're excited to share? Katie, I don't know. I download so many books and then I never read them. I'm so (laughs) bad at that. Oh, I Are you a downloading book person or a paper book person? Like I have to, I tried to download and then it's only a couple, like if I hear the voices and they're funny, mm-hmm. but more so I need the paper. Like I got to fill it. And then I read like three books at one time. Yeah. I, I like the paper ones, but I just don't have space. Mm. So I started my Kindle library. My Amazon cart has like 97 books in it. Mm-hmm. And I have totes and totes of books downstairs in the basement. Matt's like, you want to get rid of them? No. Mm-hmm. He's like, you haven't opened this giant Tupperware thing for like five years. Um, okay, last question that I want to leave with is, and we always love to ask this question. Brian always reminds me how to ask the question. <laughs> <laughs> um, if at the end of the day, with everything that's going on, you know, here at Avalon and the world and everything, what keeps you coming back to this work? That's a good question. Um, The survivors, for sure. Um, Watching people thrive is an amazing... I always call it a miracle. Like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I kind of call myself like a magnet for miracles because I get to see like all these people reach potential and do great things. So, um, yeah, I think that's what keeps me coming back, other than insanity. (laughs) (laughs) I always think of y'all as superheroes, seriously. Mm -hmm. Like when people say, you know, like describe your coworkers, or I always say superheroes Mm -hmm. because... Like the loving, gentle kind, but like the kind that I like tear up shit if if it got real bad. You know what I'm saying? But just the fact that you can come in and see this every... Like, people don't know the things that we see Mm -hmm. and the things that you you go through with. Because you go through with them, especially when you're the therapist and the counselor. And you're seeing them regularly, but, Mm -hmm. you know, you're still able to come and function and enjoy life and figure it out. Because self-care is important. Um, I think that's some superhero stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and you have a lot of things personally to celebrate yeah. right now. Yeah. yeah, I'm very grateful, very excited. Um, I can't wait to keep growing as an individual and as an agency. So. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. Well, everybody, uh, <laughs> thank you for joining us with Voices Through Avalon again. My name is Sharon Fincher. And I'm Katie Smith. And thank you, LaShonda, for coming on. And congratulations again. And everybody stay safe, and we'll talk to you soon.